by far, I think, the Kings' worst loss of the season as the Kings lose at home to the Charlotte Hornets 125-119 in a game where the Kings just could not play any defense. This is a Charlotte Hornets team who is last in field goal percentage around the rim. And they let the Hornets absolutely dominate around the rim. It was a, a waste of two great games from Sabonis and Fox. And free throw shooting was also another big part of this loss. Missing 14 free throws. 14, going 54% from the free throw line. I mean, that is incredibly bad. And it's something that we've seen a few times with the Kings this season, just missing free throws. Everyone missing free throws in a game. Everyone. The Hornets were dominating the offensive glass, specifically Nick Richards, which I knew was going to happen. The, the Hornets were much better off with Nick Richards in the game than Mason Plumley, and I feel like they always are. Plumley could not stop Sabonis at all. I mean, neither could Nick Richards, but Nick Richards was at least kind of making up for it on the other end offensively. Uh, Plumley didn't have a bad offensive game either, but Nick Richards was eating us alive on the glass. And another guy that we couldn't stop, well, two guys, Kelly Oubre and Gordon Hayward, and it's just about a lack of size uh, in that bench unit specifically, a lack of size, because I honestly think that the Kings may win this game if Terry Rozier is playing, because then the Hornets would go smaller, and the Kings just could not handle the size, and I don't understand why Kaziak Paula was not playing in this game, or why he hasn't been playing recently, because he's the exact type of person we need in this situation. But the Kings started off the first two minutes of this game incredibly well offensively. Uh, they were allowing drives to the rim pretty easily as well, but offensively they were great, and then they just fell apart in that first quarter. So many turnovers, sloppy play, and allowing the Hornets just to get right to the rim on pick and rolls. And closing out on three-point shooters, they would just run right by or close out too hard, and the Hornets would get easy drives off that. And the rotations were just terrible. This was just such a bad defensive game. And I think in the first half as a whole, the Kings just thought, they could sleepwalk through the first half against a bad Hornets team and then turn it up in the second. And while they did turn it up offensively, then you know the, the Hornets uh, responded as well. And the Kings' defense was still not good enough, mostly with Harrison Barnes going down with an injury. That was a big part of the fourth quarter, was having to put De'Aaron Fox on Gordon Hayward, and Gordon Hayward could easily score on Fox. You can tell Mike Brown is really trying to figure out this bench unit. Uh, defensively, because he was trying Nimeus Keita at center, and Keita didn't look good. He was allowing Nick Richards to dominate him on the glass uh, and was not finishing around the rim. He had two points, and he just just was not good, couldn't catch the ball cleanly, didn't look ready for NBA minutes. Malik Monk was also terrible in this game. Offensively, he was killing us. So many uh, sloppy plays, and defensively, 
he was not contributing. And so I thought we should have had Casey Akpala in there uh, and or Davion Mitchell for, for points uh, in that fourth quarter specifically. Sabonis was dominating from the start in this game. He had a double-double pretty early in the second quarter. He ended with 28 points, 23 rebounds, 7 assists, and just one turnover. And De'Aaron Fox went into absolute takeover mode in the fourth quarter, even though it was not enough. But he scored 37 points in this game. And he was just getting to the rim at will because he would get LaMelo Ball on him. And LaMelo Ball was in foul trouble all game and didn't want to didn't want to foul out. And he eventually fouled them out, but it was too late uh, at that point. And then um, I want to talk about what De'Aaron Fox did late in that game. He kept attacking, attacking, then we were down by four, and he took a step back three. And, you know, he got open, and, and I get that he's been knocking them down, but it's like they've been giving you free run to the rim. You could easily just go get a layup and then play the foul game. It's hard to, to knock him for that because he was feeling it, but I just... I, it speaks to like what the rest of the team was doing throughout the game, just not attacking. And we were attacking for portions of the game, like in the third quarter when we finally took the lead. And I, th I think it was, I think the score was 87, 85 or, or something around that at the time we took a two point lead and then the bench unit was in and Terrence Davis, Malik Monk, Davion Mitchell, just all of them took bad shots, bad threes. And we went, Darren Fox was on the court and we just went away from attacking the basket. We could have extended the lead there and put the game away, took control of the game, but we didn't because we just went, wanted to go for some like knockout blow, you know, that would get the crowd going crazy with some crazy three point shot. And that's just not, not what we should be doing. You know, the Kings were great offensively. For the most part, except for in those key portions of the game when they should have been attacking, but they were taking threes instead. But obviously, the offense is not the biggest uh, problem in this game. I mean, the free throw shooting is terrible, but at the same time, we should have won anyways. They, it, all the stuff that I'm criticizing on offense shouldn't have mattered because it was just such terrible defense in this game. Even Davion Mitchell in the first half was terrible defensively. He was just getting driven by by Theo Maladon. Like, I, 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 did, I did not understand what was happening. It, the guys were getting driven by so easily, and on pick and rolls, they were running the same play every time, the simplest play. Set the pick, go around the pick, pass to the big man, dunk. Every time. And there was no help, no weak side help, and it, it was just a sorry performance from the Kings defensively. It's a trap game. I mean, this was by far the easiest game of the season. It should have been. And I think the Kings thought it would be, and it was not. They didn't come out prepared defensively, and they, they paid. I liked how Keegan Murray played in this game. I thought he was okay defensively, and he was knocking down threes, and he also went into the post when he had smaller guys on him, which is what I've wanted him to do all season. He, he always has these mismatches, and then he just goes and stands on the perimeter. But in this game, he didn't. 
he got a mismatch, got LaMelo on him, and immediately went into the post. Because that's what he did in college, and he should continue to go to that because he's good at it. And he picked up a, a, a foul on LaMelo. And that you know that's obviously big because it took LaMelo out of the game. It was his third foul, and he didn't play. He only played eight minutes in the first half. And we should have taken advantage of that. It was another game where just every time Sabonis came out of the game, the team would fall apart. Sabonis had to play 41 minutes in this game. And Mike Brown said after the game, he doesn't, he, he can't play Sabonis that many minutes. And he needs to figure it out. And Mike Brown's very clear in what this team needs. And it's a big man off the bench that can defend. And right now we don't have that. Because Kata doesn't seem to be ready. He blocked one shot. But he's not ready. Chimezi Metu's not big enough. Rashawn Holmes, not big enough. And then Alex Len, just not good enough. Honestly, I would try Alex Len if I was him. I would try Alex Len. And I would put Kaziak Bala back out there in the rotation. I don't understand why he lost his rotation spot. I would rather have Kaziak Bala than the possibility of Terrence Davis hitting a few threes. Because Terrence Davis can also be a, a negative on offense with some of the shots he takes. You know, there's some games he's really good, some games he's really bad. But he's not big enough defensively to play the three. And I think KZ should be playing the, the three. Hopefully Harrison Barnes is okay. He injured his knee. It seemed like his knee in this game. Uh, but we need him, obviously. It is very apparent that we need him. Because we just don't have any other wings to play and we paid for it down the stretch with Gordon Hayward just dominating nobody could guard Gordon Hayward and I don't know why we didn't throw double teams at him because we should have when he when he caught the ball yeah we we just started out that fourth quarter and for some reason you know it was pretty close and then we decided to go with Malik Monk as the primary option like kept passing to him he would dribble around make a bad play take a bad shot and then they'd go down to the other end and score. And that's how the f fourth quarter started. And they took a pretty big lead because of that when De'Aaron Fox was out there. And, and De'Aaron Fox started dominating later in that fourth quarter where he was the man every single time down. But that's how it should have been earlier, I thought. Just too much dribbling from Malik Monk, I thought. And too many shot attempts. Bad shot attempts. I mean, the, the positives out of this game is like De'Aaron Fox is confirmed. You know, I, we knew it before, but now it's definitely confirmed. He is back from his injury. He is back in his clutch time performances. He was getting to the rim at will. Uh, also, another positive is just Keegan Murray hit a big three in that fourth quarter. He doesn't seem to be, you know, scared of taking any big shots like that. He had a big three to cut it to two when it seemed like things were getting away. And, you know, we had a shot down the stretch in this game because that's what, you know, our offense can do. But we played zero defense in this game. And it was hard to watch. We let Kelly Oubre dominate us. We let LaMelo, we left him wide open in the fourth quarter after he had already had like 10 points in the fourth quarter. We leave him wide open for three when he's dribbling the ball. You know, it's not like he was off ball. We just left him for three I don't know that was weird and then even in that fourth quarter we were letting Plumlee score and that's just that's just sad 
it really was just the ultimate trap game, uh, and hopefully we can turn it around from here. It, maybe it was a good you know wake up call this game. Like you can't you can't sleepwalk through a first half against any team in the NBA. Any team can be any other team on any given night. You know the the Hornets have very talented players, even if they are a terrible team. They have very talented players and Lamelo Ball. Gordon Hayward, you know, a former all-star, and Kelly Oubre can always give you 30 points in some random game. I was just, I was I was saying, you know, when Plumlee started, picked up a, a couple fouls early because Sabonis was going at him, I was like, can, can Sabonis, I mean, can Plumlee have unlimited fouls? Because I'd rather him be out there than Nick Richards. And then Nick Richards came in and started dominating. It's, it was so predictable. Because we saw it in the previous game against Charlotte, and we just weren't ready to rebound as a team because that's what Charlotte does. They crash the glass, and we just weren't ready to team rebound. And honestly, you can see that by how many rebounds Sabonis was getting. Nobody else was going in for rebounds. Kevin Herter was leaking out, trying to get in transition, and I get we want to play fast, but you got to secure the rebound first. Honestly, this was a good tryout for a lot of the Hornets players who are trying to get traded to the Kings right now. <laughs> I mean, the Hornets are, they want to trade, guys, you know. I mean, we could trade for Plumley, Kelly Oubre, Gordon Hayward is making a lot of money, so probably not, but, you know, P.J. Washington, there are a lot of guys that we could trade for on this roster, so it's uh, a couple of them put in good performances trying to get to get traded out of that really bad situation in Charlotte. That was just a really frustrating game. Really poor and embarrassing effort defensively. And uh, a game that there's no doubt we should have won. Moving on, our next game is against the Los Angeles Lakers. Anthony Davis is out injured. Uh, it is at home. We are on a six-game homestand. Uh, I don't know, Le LeBron James, Austin Reeves, and Russell Westbrook all sat out their game uh, tonight uh, against the Suns. So uh, I assume they're all going to play, though, in this game. Obviously a big rivalry game, and uh, the Lakers are, well, they're better than the Hornets. So, you know, they got LeBron and, and Westbrook, and, uh, you know, we beat him in the first matchup this season, but one guy that we need to worry about is Lonnie Walker because he went off in that uh, that first game. So we definitely need to focus on him. And uh, Sabonis should be able to dominate inside with Anthony Davis out because you know, the Lakers have Thomas Bryant, Damian Jones. I mean, they, they don't have good big men. Thomas Bryant's okay, but, you know, not Anthony Davis. If we don't have Harrison Barnes, that is going to be rough because he's obviously going to be the guy that's taking LeBron. Uh, so it would be Keegan, I guess. Uh, maybe you see some Kaziak Paula. I don't know. It's just, it would just, it's just going to be a team effort to stop LeBron in this game. And then uh, probably Davion off the bench will uh, will have Westbrook. Although Westbrook, I don't know, he might start with Anthony Davis out. I don't know what their plan is. But um that's assuming everyone plays, and with the Lakers, you really never know. Everyone other than Anthony Davis, of course. 
Anyways, that is it for this episode of the Roll Report. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, make sure to leave a rating and a review. And I will see you next time to recap the game against the Lakers. Peace.